Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hope you're very well. John Bishop is my guest this morning. How are you doing? I'm very good, thank you, Jason. How are you? I'm really well, thanks. Thanks for coming in. You sound bright and sounds like it's almost not Sunday morning to you. Like it, what, it, what, it does sound like <laughs> it's not Sunday morning. It's it mid-afternoon like sometimes. Wednesday somewhere afternoon. Else. Yeah, in London perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, you know what? I, it, it's... It's a nice day. It's Why a lovely wouldn't day. they get up and <laughs> be bright and breezy? <laughs> Absolutely. So we're pre-recording this show. Uh, John Bishop's uh, my guest today. Uh, Roger Daltrey, uh, off of the Who, is uh, popping around uh, at some point as well. You've done Teenage Cancer Trust gigs, haven't you, yeah, for Roger? Yeah. yeah, so we've yeah. done a couple of them, so he'll come in and have a little chat about brilliant. that. Brilliant. For those people who don't know them, they're all, I think it's a brilliant concept. They're all yeah. for a week at the Royal Albert Hall. Yeah. And and it's a mixed week of music. Then there's one night of comedy which we've done, mm. and it's just it's just brilliant because you know that people will just buy the tickets the next year, yeah, not knowing who's on, yeah, because the, the quality is going to be up. The lineup yeah. is just unbelievable. Phenomenal. Yeah, well, Absolute Radio have been doing a load of stuff this year as well. I've got Ed Sheeran, yeah. uh, he's uh, he's on this week as well. So it's it's, it's brilliant. What are you in London for? You must you, have you got telly stuff? Have you got what, what are you up to? Uh, yeah, some telly stuff and then some some interviews on on radio shows where, where they want to interview me about me rather than get me in because you, you couldn't get any other mates that to is not in. true you were my first one oh yeah about yeah. an hour ago you were what my are you first doing? one Bishop B it's right at the top it's right at the top uh, <laughs> uh, yeah so so that's what I've been doing because I've been doing an interview so, so oh yeah I'm yeah just, the one uh, I did I'm just, uh, yeah good, of course yeah, so We've um, by the time people hear this, the third one would have gone out. So it would right. have been Lindsay Lohan, Ollie Mears, and then and then on Thursday, uh, Russell Brand, which is repeated oh, on great. Sunday night as well. Oh right, great. On, on W, and uh, <clears throat> so it's just a case of of when you do, you know what it's like when mm. you do something, you do a new series. We've got ten programs. You do loads of pushing it at the beginning yeah, yeah. and then leave it. And, was and I said well, with this because it's different people who are all. In their own rights, interests. Yeah, and they've got their own fans and their own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Now, John Bishop, so I've done a show with you, this chat show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In conversation. To be fair. This is a bit like this. Yeah, it is. And also, (laughs) you also rang me because someone dropped out as well, so. I know, yeah. That that was, that was a panic stage because we wanted you for series three. Oh, yeah. Uh, And then, and then, someone's dropped out and and because we've got the same agents, we sort of sat there going, we need someone really good who we can phone now. (laughs) And then we looked on the wall and your face was there. I went, let's just give him a bell. (laughs) I know. When I was talking to her, I was going, are you acting as my agent or John Bishop's? <laughs> I can't work it out. Uh, but I, I was really excited to do it. it was really, I really enjoyed it. it. For people who don't know, it's uh, it's in conversation. It's on W, isn't it? Yeah. On 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 the digital channels, and it's there's loads of them now. I think you're doing like twenty or so. Is there, yeah, yeah. Loads? Well, this uh, I did ten last series, ten this series, ten the next one. And it's one hour. It's one hour. One hour with one person. So it's not like a quick chat show where you're just like, bam, 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 yeah, yeah. gone. Tell us your funny thing yeah. it? about your book and off yeah. you go. It's not like that. Like those, remember the old Des O'Connor where he'd like go, so uh, you uh, you like cycling, don't you? And then, the, <laughs> and then the comic would be like, you know, when you're riding a bike. Yeah, <laughs> Just exactly. do a stand up. But you did Lindsay Lohan. What was that like? Uh, Lindsay was, um, was it fascinating because, to be honest, I didn't know a great deal about it because, no. because Lindsay Lohan is popular with, with Teenage girls mm. and stuff like that. So I, and because we no, had boys, because really. we had boys, we yeah, you, you knew she was around, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then everyone knows that she had the problems with addiction and drink mm. and stuff like that. But what was great about her was that she's got a whole other world, a whole other life outside of the tabloid news. And right. what it, it made me watch her films, which I'd never done before, mm. which was which was. Good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, one of the films, Mean Girls, was oh, really great. Fun. It is. Yeah. You know, by, by the time Mean Girls came out, I, I was married yeah. with three kids. Yeah, yeah, of course. I wasn't going to watch not Mean Girls. You, well, hey, I, was, I was watching Girls with, I was watching films with similar titles, but it wasn't Mean Girls. <laughs> and on my own. <laughs> but with that, what was great about it was just making yourself do that and then and then finding out what she's doing now, working yeah, with refugees yeah. and stuff. It was, wow. it was great. It's a, I mean, it's you're fascinating. You're just not isn't getting it. it. And like yeah, with course. you. You know, the interview with you and the mm. chat with you and 
And and, and it, what what come across with you is not only your innate intelligence, which doesn't normally come oh, across, uh, uh, but, but also just getting into... I've got my agent was involved. <laughs> <laughs> but getting into the other things, the other aspects, because you've got like different... different D- different, I suppose, skills which mm. gives you a different audience from musical theatres to telepresenting yeah, yeah, to yeah. doing the stand up to to attempting to do radio. <laughs> Getting away with it. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's great when you get someone in because most of the time in an interview show you're asked about one aspect of yeah, what you yeah, do, yeah. not asked about because they're plugging else. something or yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I thought it was great and I, I enjoyed on the first series like James Corden and people like that, like just seeing a different side to uh, to those people. So it was good. So that's on uh, W and that starts, is that started already? Yeah, it's on Thursday nights at nine o'clock and then, then they repeat them, I think, it's Saturday and Sunday cool. about eight and nine o'clock as well. There you go. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. John Bishop is my reluctant guest this morning. <laughs> he's uh, he's come in. He's, he's a godsend. He's mate, one of my mate, best I'm friends. here. I'm I know, here. And, I'm, I'm here. and I respect that. And thank uh, you. No, cause... thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had a, a thing that happened this week where I was uh, I was trying to teach my little boy Elliot, who's uh, you've met. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I trying to teach my little boy. Um, He's four years old, and uh, to read, I don't know if you remember, I mean, yours have grown grown up now, but I don't yeah. know if you can remember going back to when they were first starting to read, right? It is one of the most frustrating activities you'll ever do. Well, it depends if you've if you've done your PGC and <laughs> yeah. you, you're a trained The respect teacher. I have for teachers. Doesn't it change it? Because oh, you're sat there goodness. and you're going, dog. And honestly, dog. I'm like, after about 40 minutes. Dog. I'm like, how is this still? I could have put him through the window at one point. I know, but you know what it is. Obviously, you've got you've got to take into a fact that you're the age that you are. Yeah, of course. This is the first time ever, <laughs> and that's the thing with being a parent. Yeah. You're sometimes present at the first time Which ever a human being has ever done that. Don't get me wrong, it's magical. But I when know, it was on the but, page before, I, you've just I, said it, it. I know, I know. It was on the last page. But it makes you wonder how we evolved for everything that we did. Because when you're trying to do it for the first time, ever with someone that you had a child and they're, they're trying to learn it, and you go, you've just said it. Red, red, red. Yeah. you've said red. I know, you've just said you, it. Like, when just... I asked you your favourite colour, you said red. That's your favourite colour, what's it say? And it drives you mad. But, but when it breaks, it's brilliant. I mean, there is that moment when they get it. I could have lifted him over my head and, 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 and ran also, down the street. what I would say to any parent in that situation who's struggling to teach their kids to ring, out, read, how many languages do you speak? Yeah, well, that's true. Exactly. That's you true. Know, like, I barely, 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 barely. So, English. so you know, you know, if someone says, "Yeah, I'll teach you Portuguese," they're the same when they're yeah. saying to you, "Do <laughs> no, yeah. it in Portuguese, dog!" <laughs> you stupid English kid. Look at it. <laughs> I put it on my Facebook. Somebody said, um, uh, Rebecca said, uh, when I was working in reception, uh, the, she was working with this little girl spelling simple words. The word was cat. She said, "Can you tell me the first sound?" The kid went, "K." Uh, she went, oh, excellent, what's next? She went, ah, perfect. Now, what's the last one? He went, tuh. He went, okay. And so what's the sound? The kid went, meow. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, there's definitely moments when the kids come up, like I pick the kids up from school and I'm like, what have you done today? And, you know, it's nothing, not done anything. or the, You know, especially when they're much younger, like reception age and stuff, when it's just been like, well, I just played and then was in the sandpit and then did whatever mm. they did. Where I was always like, oh, God, I'm glad I never, I'm glad I never paid and I'm glad I went private at this point. This is like included in my tax. <laughs> and now with these, with the, the teachers, I feel like going in and just shaking their hand, giving them a cuddle, just saying thank you. Just thanks for being there. Thank you because what you're doing is saving uh, my relationship with my children. Because I just don't think I could. I've been, I've been walking out the room. Right, I'm going. I'm going out the room. Well, it's not only it's not only difficult to even think of doing that, but imagine doing it with a class of days. Yes. I know. Can you imagine? And, and an Ofsted inspector checking in, making sure you're doing yeah, all yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some nasty Ofsted inspector who's checking on rules that only got introduced the week before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember sat with my daughter helping her with the homework once. And uh, it's really hard. She's only seven. And I was like, is there English homework? I was going, I don't... <laughs> you know, you can't remember the things. I'm like, I, oh. do, I do know no. the things. I tell you what, now parents will relate to this. Mm. We've got kids going through GCSEs. Oh. And... 
GCSE maths, just maths now. What mm. happens with maths? Like, we used to do long division. Oh, yeah. My kids went to school, and he came home and said, I've got to do this division. I said, well, there you go, this is long division. And he went, no, 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 you can't do that, you can't do that. I said, well, yes, you can, you do that, you carry over. He said, no, they've got a different way of doing it now, like, it's called a matrix-type thing. So it's massive. They, like, draw boxes and go, and I go, what are you doing? Like, what? it takes so long oh, to God. do, and the answer's the same. So then I went into the school and I said, look, I'm trying to help him with his own work and I can do it this way. Yeah. She said, yeah, but that's the old way. I Why said, but, but, I said, it's matters it's numbers. The number it's at the end is right, isn't it? it? She said, yeah, but we have to show the workers to show we're using this new system. I said, but why use that system when oh, this won't work? Also, right, what person, and, and this is, I'm, you know, Neanderthal when it comes to this sort of thing, but when they leave school, like all that going into exams, right, you can't take a calculator and you can't take it. But when you're in the real world, you can use all those things. So, I don't really understand why that's... If you've got time, well, I'll tell you, and you can cut it out. Go on. If you've got the, time. Yeah, yeah. No. my faster to use your brain? No, this is true. This is true. Mm. There's, there's an a, a, um, Indian educationalist who who's keeps putting forward that in the West, we're educating kids in the wrong way because we're asking them to remember stuff. He said, in the modern world, you don't have to remember it. You have to know how to find the answer. Ah, so, what he okay. did is he installed a computer in a village in India. And give it its own power supply, and all the kids from the village come out mm. and said to him, You know, what's that? And he went, I don't know. They said, Well, you put it, he said, I don't know what it is. So and then he left and he filmed it. And what happened? The kids, after a while, learned how to access the computer and learned how to access the internet. So wow. then he came back after three months and he said, Look, we, we, we've, got to, we've got to do this, but all this comes up is all like in English. And yeah, he's yeah, saying, yeah. Well, what's that? He went, I don't know. And then he goes away for three months. Then they'd learn how to do that. And it's providing the opportunities to find the answers, ah. not telling them something and expecting them to remember it. And two years later, they're all trolling me yeah, on yeah, Twitter. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have they worked that out? Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I was sat with my daughter uh, helping her with her homework. And I was like on my phone a little bit, just checking like I was the things I was saying was true and uh, she went uh, daddy are you on your phone <laughs> I had it like down there I said no no I'm not I'm not doing I'm not. She went, well, what are you doing I was like nothing she went and she had a look she went are you googling what is an adverb <laughs> <laughs> I was like no I answered sheepishly but it was like it was one of those moments where like I thought oh my god I need to what this should be is like a alongside the kids lessons there should be one, one once a week just an adult lesson where you could go in you know what? That's absolutely what brilliant now. Just learn what they're I learning. I think that's good. Continuous learning and actually yeah. say to the parents, look, this is what the syllabus is. Come in. This is what we're looking for. Because yeah. then you I can no get idea. people who go, well, actually, I don't know. You know, you, you're doing something in geometry or something. That I, I can apply that to work. I can come and talk to it, make it yeah. real for them. I remember when my brother was at school, he was like 15. And uh, he's always one of, he was one of those kids that he'd go... And he was like, he went to grammar school. None of us did. We all went to normal school and he went to grammar school. So it was all like, they were doing like Latin and stuff like that, like proper weird lessons like that. And uh, I remember one time I'm at his house. It's about six o'clock in the evening. And he went, oh, I've not done my homework for tomorrow. I was like, what is it? And like, you know, most of it's like a piece of paper with a few questions. He had to make a Trojan horse out of <laughs> papa mache, right? And I said, are you joking? He said, yeah, I've just got to be in for tomorrow. I've not done it. And like, it's like the third time, three strikes, you're out and all it. I'm going, oh, God. Right. I said, all right, I'll help you. So started doing, started doing the, the homework like, for him. I've done homework for him before, and you end up getting to a point where like a week later, you're like, what did we get for that homework? Like, <laughs> it, what did we get? What was our mark? And uh, so I'm helping him make this. It was brilliant as well. Really went for it. I'm not artistic at all, but proper like Trojan horse. And then inside, little hole in its tummy there. And put little toy soldiers inside and fasten the door put it on wheels, like really went for it, painted it all night I was up, right? He went to bed at half ten, four o'clock in the morning, I'm giving it its third coat of uh, brown paint. And uh, anyway, next day he comes, <laughs> he comes downstairs next morning, he goes, oh, that's mint, that's great, I'll take that in today. So he took, I, I give him a lift into school. As we're going into school, I'm looking around for all the other Trojan horses, right? <laughs> Thinking there'll be loads of these today, right? Unless they're all in one big Trojan horse. And uh, I'm, I'm going in, I said, 
looking around, can't see any other Trojan horses. And there's a lad ne- next to him, and he's got a picture of a Trojan horse on a, on, a, on a sheet of paper. And I said, I said, why has he got a picture of one? And he went, oh, that was the option. You could either draw it or make it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're not going to get out! <laughs> Live it. I'm still brown painting my fingernails. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. John Bishop is my guest this morning, and uh, and we have uh, the legendary Roger Daltrey on his way in as well. That's uh, it's pretty exciting stuff, isn't oh, it? Oh, uh, yeah, how exciting! And like like uh, he's a proper proper rock star. He is, isn't he? Like Roger. old school. Like he, he's done it. Sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, always doing it. McVicker, did you ever see McVicker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant in McVicker. It's fantastic. If people haven't seen it. It's a, it's based on the yeah. true story of John McVicker, who's Britain's most wanted man. Well, you forget about his point. acting as well, don't you? Actually, you forget about all those things that he does as well because he just does so much. He just fingers in pies, and he's he's just always around. But but what I like about him as well, he's of that generation of rock stars where if if he hadn't have made it, he would have been a steel worker. Yes, he, he yeah. was a steel sheet worker. He was that, so he sheet was yeah. metal worker. Yeah, that's amazing. I know, crazy, isn't it? When you think about that. What I mean, you you had a proper job before you did stand up, but it was still quite. You still yeah, went in a I, suit but, and tie, yeah, didn't yeah. you? But I wasn't like like I think he, he was one of those. Left school at fourteen, fifteen, My went God. into sheet metal work and playing in a band in the night. Amazing! It's like amazing, like like that's amazing. That's unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, I reckon if my band wouldn't have split up, though, you know, I reckon that'd have been. What was your band called? <laughs> <laughs> the whoever. <laughs> Panic. Panic. Yeah, you were. You, you haven't got a band called. We had you a band made, called Panic. A band called Panic. We were called Panic. Oh yeah. God! Hey, we're here. Panic. <laughs> pa- don't panic. Panic's here. Yeah. We had. Uh, oh yeah, we did. Uh, George Carnell's Leisure Centre in Stretford. All oh, right, that yeah. was '94. That's what, Roger. He might have game. played the same venues. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of charity work we did. Yeah, a lot of charity stuff. A bit like Roger. I mean, not the Royal Albert Hall. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, well, what do you say? A lot of charity work. <laughs> you mean going to nursing homes where people couldn't get away from you? <laughs> well, they're trapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, well, maybe I'll maybe I'll uh, pick his brains. Well, what was your role in the band? I was I was I was lead singer and uh, sometime rhythm guitarist. Really? Yeah, but I wasn't very good at the rhythm guitar. I could sing a bit, but um, it was awkward actually because I remember the band was already a band in school, but the lead singer couldn't sing. Yeah, which was awkward. But he was there like mate. And then I, I don't know why, why when where they heard me. Maybe I was just uh, in the corridor one time, and they went, "Who was that angelic voice coming out of the?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, did they go? Whose dad's got a van? <laughs> That's exactly. That's how we chose our drummer. <laughs> Good old Ed. And his, dad a, his dad with a van and a cellar. They had a cellar so we could rehearse. Oh well, that's every, that's everything that you need. You don't, do you don't play any instruments. I know you don't sing, but do you don't play any instruments. <sighs> God, no, yeah, no, you know I, I don't sing. Yeah, I might sing. All right, no, I'm ahead. Of, I'm ahead of me time as far as singing goes. Yeah, I no, think there'll be about be three a, beats ahead. No, there'll be a point where human evolution. Makes human ears more acceptable to my voice. Um, no, I don't. And I keep on wondering, you know what? I've reached that point in my life where I'm having to think, because I kept on thinking, I'll, I'll learn the guitar and I'll, I'll learn the piano. And I've bought, bought one, I've got a piano in the house, got a guitar, and I thought I'll learn it. I will, like, I'll learn Spanish. And now I'm at the point, I'm going, I'm probably not. I'm, I, I, I've, I'm probably never, I'm going to die. Before I even learn that, I've I've yeah. reached the tipping point to go and stop giving yourself false hope. Yeah, <laughs> like like if I start a book now, I'm, I'm at the age now. If I start a book and I'm like twenty pages in, I don't like it. I go, I'm not going to live no. long enough to waste <laughs> to risk time it. finishing this book on your deathbed. Oh, why did I finish that book? Yeah, I knew yeah, it wasn't going to turn. I could have done something else with all that time. <laughs> well, after when Roger's gone, we're going to have a little chat about uh, hobbies because I I fancy. Sorting, of getting a hobby of some sort. So, we'll have a little chat once uh, Roger's uh, left us. But uh, Roger Daltrey in the studio on Absolute Radio next. Sunday mornings, eight till eleven. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Uh, not only joined by the legendary John Bishop, 
But, <laughs> I wouldn't say that now. in the same sentence as <laughs> your next guest. <laughs> but gazumped almost uh, with the legendary Roger Daltrey. Roger, oh, God bless you. Thanks for coming in. Oh, pleasure. We were just having a chat about how smart you look. Yeah, you know, well, suited and booted, yeah, well, it, Like I say, the, 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 the new the, the way they cut jeans now. I don't know who cuts them, but there's no room for your. <laughs> 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 Uh, have you noticed? I'm not out. Now we're off. <laughs> and, uh, Nine o'clock so, Sunday. So, so, I mean... <laughs> you know, you're right. Just young people's clothes just don't suit. So, so but, but, you've else. got to remember, they're probably not hanging as long as you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is true. So I decided to smarten up a bit. And, yeah, uh, a suit and tie. I bought myself a couple I of nice suits. Because I've been wearing a suit recently as well and a tie and stuff on yeah, stage. Yeah, it makes you feel... Different, Maybe you know, because I'm older. But, but I, I, I think when you're going on stage, it makes you feel like you're going to wear. Maybe like, that's what it is. Just walk around like yeah, that you just come all here. day. Well, this is a bit oh, old. Only, only today, great. only today, John. Just today. I, I've got so much on today. I've got, I've got. They've got this thing tonight. Uh, Rolls Royce have given uh, Teenage Cancer Trust a couple of cars to auction. Oh wow! Of oh. which, of which, fifty grand from each one will come to the charity. So uh, they are kind of they are inspired by the music industry. The British right. music industry, Ray Davis, Sir Ray Davis. Yeah, yeah. He's done one. He's got his little designs on it. Brilliant. And I've done one. Uh, one of them, of which has got the the Tommy album cover painted on the bonnet. Oh, <laughs> the right. <Rose> that's <laughs> so it's kind of a bit leery. Yeah. But, but uh, hopefully the collectors will buy them because it's you know it's a big honour to have Rolls Royce. I mean, I know it's yeah, kind yeah. of owned by by BMW, but it's still Rolls Royce. Yes. Yeah, yeah. When Whatever they say about them, when you see the craftsmanship, it, it's pretty pretty spectacular. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you've uh, got to wear a suit. Then. You can't wear tracky bottoms in a <laughs> well, voice, can well, you? Well, I, I was thinking about that, but I thought, no, but maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in town uh, doing the Teenage Cancer Trust gigs all this week. You're involved yeah. in all that. Yeah, that's a, it's. Uh, that's a, this is our seventeenth uh, year of that. That's amazing. Uh, we've got the how comedy much tonight. Raised, how much have you raised? You reckon over those seventeen I, years? I don't think about that. It's not important. No. Uh, what the shows it, did for what the, the Albert Hall shows did for the charity was put it on the map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. people got to know about the issue and thought we're going to get behind this and solve it. Yeah. Uh, and since then, you know, it's, it's just taken off. And thanks to you guys, the, the comedy guys, you've all been there for me. I can't thank you enough. You've oh, been we've so so supportive, all of you. Well, we love it. Don't we? I mean, uh, it, not only is it an honour to, to to do the gigs for the cause for yourself, for that, but also like being at the Royal Albert Hall and all that, and then actually meeting. Uh, these teenagers, you know, meeting the actual people whose lives you're yeah, it makes it such helping, a you know? Yeah. you know, you have to think that before Teenage Cancer Trust was there, all those ones you meet at the Albert Hall, if they if they were under eighteen, they would have been in a children's ward. Yeah, yeah, you know, with a with a really serious problem. With yeah, cancer, of course. You know, at a, a time of your life where a spot on your nose, it like ruins your week, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, there yeah. they are having bits to cut off here, and yeah. God, God no, losing all their hair and all that horrible stuff they have to go through and again if they were over 18 they would have been in with old farts like me which <laughs> yeah. would, wouldn't be good for me and I'm yeah. sure it wouldn't be good <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. you'd be there in your suit <laughs> so, so what we do is very special and, and it is all in the national health um, and, and it's total, totally charitably funded yeah. apart from a little bit of money in Scotland yeah. and it is, it is amazing I've been to a few of the units as I've said here in the past and, yeah, and yeah. I, I, it, they're, they're uplifting but you can see the discernible difference between the needs of those teenagers because you, you cater you don't stop do you when they turn 20 they're kind of up to about 23 aren't they and a little bit, bit mm. younger yeah, if they've been on the on our wards, we keep them to maybe even up to 25. Yeah. Because it, it becomes a home to them. And yet, what people don't realise as well, that we get all sorts. We get some people who haven't got mum, mums and dads. Yeah. And we've had people choose to die on our ward because they've got, it's the best place they've ever lived in. Wow. Oh, oh I mean, God. it's it's kind of, it's uplifting, but it's yeah, sad yeah. as well. You know, it's it's weird. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just so proud of it because all, all we do is give them a certain amount of peace of mind and psych psychological support mm. by being together. They're allowed yeah. to be together and behave like teenagers, yeah, adolescents. Yeah, yeah. And they and come to the they come to the lot of the shows as well. Yeah, they, the we have about well twenty enough, every yeah. night from all over the country. And this week you've had uh, so you've got Ollie Murs, Ed Sheeran, supported by uh, Busted. Yeah, that and coming act. I think he's going to be quite well. I think he can stop busking now. He can stop the busking. 
Bedford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Tonight, we, we go out Sunday, but the, tonight is in Wednesday. You've got the big comedy night on. Uh, Romes, Rang and Nathan, Joe Brand, Kevin Bridges, Russell Kane, Mike Wilmot, Tom Allen. Each time... Does it get harder each year to try and, or do, do more people want to help? Well, it's the, it's the, the, the comedy night has always been handled by uh, Baby Cow. Yeah, Lindsay Lizzie, Hughes. Yeah. Lindsay, Lindsay Hughes. Uh, and that, that happened way back in uh, 2003 when I had a, took Steve Coogan out to, to dinner. <laughs> yeah. Had a great night. And uh, I asked him to do, I said, do you think you could just do a comedy night because it's, getting hard to find seven bands yes. to play, play for free. <laughs> yeah. uh, and if you could do a comedy night, that only leaves me with six. <laughs> and he said, yeah. He said, I'll, I, and you got um, Alan Partridge together for the night. Brilliant. So he did the whole show as Alan Partridge and had lots of guests coming on. Yeah. We had Little Britain and all kinds <laughs> of people. It was wonderful. And they've been there ever since. Yeah. And you've done it, as you know, yeah, John. Yeah. You've done it well, well, many I've times. Got to say this. <clears throat> it's also inspired people as comedians. I got... I got a call. I was doing a gig in uh, Cambridge, and uh, an email came through from someone uh, a lad called Byron, whose mum. The email saying, "Look, he's a massive fan of yours. I know you're in Cambridge, but he's in the Adambrooks Teenage Cancer oh, yeah. Trust Unit. It's the only chance you can call in. Mm. He's your biggest fan." Turned up at the unit, and his mum said, he's, he, I, "I can't, can't believe you. He's your biggest fan. He's gonna, he's gonna love it when you come. Here. He's your biggest fan." I walked in. He's on the ward, sat there reading Michael McIntyre's autograph. <laughs> 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 oh, this is the <laughs> Was Michael not available? <laughs> but, he, he, uh, but that lad, <laughs> that lad I was talking to him, he was sixteen at the time. He he started doing stand. Is it really? Wow. He started doing stand up because he got brought to one of the one of the nights. Just loved it and loved being around stand ups. Because John was just saying before you got here as well that a lot of people just buy tickets for the next year because they know the quality will be, yeah, high. That's that's people. becoming true. Yeah, we've we've had a lot of problems with the uh, the, the secondary ticket market. Oh, the touts, you know? with, but with, uh, we think we're, people we're touting winning. on teenage cancer. We're, trust. we're winning. Yeah, it was only one Unbelievable. company. Unbelievable. There's there's quite a few of them as you know. Most of them have an agreement with us and they don't do it. Right, so it's right. wonderful. Parasites. But, we, but we've beaten them this year. Good. They yeah, gave good. the tickets back. Good. Like, yeah. yeah, they've already paid for them and they gave us them back. So oh, we good. resold them. Great. So we've beaten them this year. So that's good. Because yeah, yeah. The, the government's starting to look at it to make it illegal. And it should be illegal. Of it's course immoral. it should. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. But well, you know yourself as a The trouble performer. is they find out when someone important is on, there's going to be a, a, a big mm. show that people are going to want tickets for. And they've got these. Bots that that immediately the the box office is open, that that, that gets into the box office and they can buy as many tickets as they oh, want. Oh, I see. So it's all so it, it's all swamped. You you won't, you won't get you won't ever get to the box office. Right, right. You as a fan won't yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. So it, in that sense, it's very very bad for the music business. And it's starting to creep into the theatre business. I'm sure it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's the same. Right. It's the yeah. same. And it's, it, the difficulty is, as you know, as a performer. You've only got so much control, haven't you? You know, yeah. like, mm. like people think if they if they're spending two grand on a ticket, it's coming to you. It's not at all. It, you, you're getting what was the face value, and well, it's trying you, well, to get control. You, know, you, you want to be fair to your fans. You, you want to be yeah. fair to them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But these you, companies, they don't, they don't care. Well, my biggest problem was out doing the Apollo in uh, Hammersmith a few years ago, where touts had bought the front two rows and then were trying to sell the tickets for 150 quid. But my fans don't think I'm worth 150 quid. <laughs> So I come out and there was two empty rows. <laughs> they were like, I'll pay 30 at a push. <laughs> Not paying 150. <laughs> I got people at the back in the end. Come on, come and sit down here. Come sit down here. Make me feel better. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. So you're actually... Performed this weekend at the. Uh, no, we're there uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, and Saturday night. Great. And uh, what's it still like for you now? I mean, crikey, I'm just having a little look. 1965, my generation. Yeah, I mean, is there a point where you go, oh, or do you still yeah. feel like yes? The body goes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the body goes. Oh, not this again. Uh, but once you're out there doing it, as I'm sure you get with with your comedy, it's just magical. Yeah. To perform it, when I'm singing. That's the only time I'm 100% me yeah. and in, a, in some kind of yeah. space where I'm 100% comfortable. Yeah. It's really weird. You know what? It's really true that because I'm, I'm going on tour again this year and I haven't toured for a few years. 
And it's so you're doing warm up gigs and stuff, and, and that, like as a comic, you can't just go in a studio and practice. You've got to go and do it in front yeah, of it's an like audience. Yeah, it's a boxer, isn't it? You, yeah, you, yeah. You've you you got all your you, light, but it's not like ring fit. Yeah, and, and yeah. Well, that's true. Get your sea legs back. And and, and, I don't know. You're like when you're building up for a toy. You think, oh, I haven't done it for a while. I might be rusty. You get get on stage within five minutes. You think. What 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 do we do all the rest of that stuff <laughs> yeah, for? Yeah, this yeah. is the best job in the world. Yeah, I want to ask you, right? What's the deal with the CSI programs? Did they just ring you up and say, "Can we have all your songs for the opening credits?" Uh, well, the real deal is that the, the whole program, the yeah. whole premise of the program, came from the producer of it. I can't remember his name now, but anyway, never right. He from a Who poster. Yeah. For Who Are You, the song Who Are You. Yeah, yeah. Which was a London Bobby standing looking at a chalked out oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. body oh, on a right, pavement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like where a body had been yeah. chalked out on a pavement, scratching his chin. Right. You know? <laughs> and that's and it, the, the, the song Who Are You. Yeah, yeah. And the producer got the whole idea for the show that went, Wow. You know, go, start but then it. each one, the yeah, Miami yeah. and, and the New saw, York, they've gone. Uh, Brookheimer, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah. And he, he stayed loyal to us. I mean, it's brilliant. Were, it just they, always makes me. But even yeah. sometimes now when I hear it on the radio, I'm thinking, hang on, there's been a crime. <laughs> What's happened? <laughs> Who are you? What's happened? Who's dead? Yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's, I, I just so thought, simple. I mean, it's just a but, funny thing yeah, to fit together, but it come from that. Great, great, that great to follow it through, though. For, for him to follow it through. Yeah. Have, have you been? He, you've not been in an episode as an actor, have you? I did. Yeah. Did you? What? Have you, I did one. Uh, were you uh, way back in uh, two thousand and seven? I and I played about five parts. Did you? Yeah. Wow. Which was really weird, because they do all this prosthetic stuff on your face. And, of course, you can read a dialogue and you kind of get a picture of mm. how you make the voice different each one. You know, one was a, came from Boston, he had a Boston accent. Yeah, yeah. And one was down from Texas, which is a totally different accent. <laughs> you know, and, and but it's not only that, but you don't know what you look like. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, just you don't trust know what character looks like yeah, you're just yeah, looking yeah. at you. Yeah. And the makeup took something like six hours a day, oh each one. Goodness. And then and for the last sort of two hours of the working day, you actually saw what you looked like as a character. So you had this time to kind of oh, go, yeah. right. what's his mannerisms? Oh, you know, every lump and bump and everything else. And so what were you? What you what were you actually playing in the in the I played uh, I played a, a Spanish fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> did they just set this up for you <laughs> for the day? They've obviously run out of money on the <laughs> three hundred to sell it. You one person to be every Jerry Brookham was like, look, I promised him. I promised him. If I could use that's his exactly songs right. he could be in it. Three hundred pound uh, Afri- African American. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a, a Boston gangster. Wow, I'd um, dig this out. Some, uh, what was the other character? One, one of them I played as me, of course. Right. Uh, with an American accent. Uh, and, and then, the, what was the other one? Some some kind of Texan crooner. Oh, <laughs> so what I'm going to have, have a look on I YouTube. I did a blistering vo- version of Let's Life, which was a brilliant. Great to, great to sing it. You know. Fantastic. If there's, um, we're going to, so you've got some uh, some dates coming up yourself, actually. You're going on tour as well, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, we've got a few dates we've got to pick up. Are they up. all sold out, or do, do, should we give them a mention? Uh, Echo Arena on the 3rd, Manchester Arena on the 5th. Glasgow on the seventh. I like the way you give yourself a day off in between each uh, show here. That's that's a good plan. That's that. doctor's orders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Sheffield Arena on the tenth and Birmingham Barclay Card Arena on the twelfth of April. Uh, so have a little look online. Um, we'd love to play one of your songs. What 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 uh, what should we play? You can introduce it and and uh, play somebody else's. <laughs> I'm sick of hearing them. <laughs> who should we play? Go on, That's a great should... plug for the tour. I love that. Play, play a bit of Noel. Okay, go yeah, play go a bit on, play Noel. a bit. You know, he's he, he he's been so supportive there from day one for the yeah. charity. So let play a bit of Noel or a bit of Paul Weller. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio, where real music matters. We were chatting before uh, about. Um, about sort of starting learning new things, instruments or languages or hobbies and stuff like that. Because I realised, because our job as a stand-up and writing is a lot of people's hobbies. Like, there's a lot of people in our industry that do our job for nothing. Like, they go and do open mic nights and that's their hobby. And I've realised that because of that, I don't have any hobbies. I don't have a hobby. And every Sunday, yeah. Every Sunday morning, I, t- I say what are people are up to, and it seems to be Sunday's hobby day, and I get people, oh, we're off to scuba dive, we're off to uh, go horse riding, we're off to play. I think I've not got one. 
Not mm. got one. What was you saying well, to your missus? Well, 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 I was saying I need a hobby. Mm. And I like, I go out cycling and stuff, but that's not a regular thing. Like, she does rowing, and because she does rowing, she's got a, like a structured that. thing to do. And I don't. Mm. And I keep on, I'm, I'm gravitating towards golf. And I just oh, don't, I don't, I, I don't like myself I even for the thought. I know what you mean. I've thought of golf a couple of times. And I even went to the driving range near the traffic yeah, centre a few weeks back. I don't mind it in the ball. The hitting bit's all right. And the and also the bit at the end, the like crazy golf bit without the clown's face. That bit's yeah, good. But, but you know the problem with golf? The people who play golf? No, oh. no, no. <laughs> the, it's too long. Yeah. It's too long. It, golf <laughs> was invented when nobody had anything else to do. A good walk ruined, they say. Yeah, yeah. You know, four hours. I know, I can't do that. You can't do that, can I you? I know. But then we would probably get invited to different things. Yeah, I, we could I, be at the next friend. I do, and just say, I don't go, right, I'll give you five holes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for five holes. You can just take that score, multiply it up. That's my number. I'm off. If there was a mass, if there was a giant crazy golf, now I'd be into that. That would be good. A real. Yeah, like an eighteen hole, like the size of a proper like St Andrews or whatever, like a proper course. So four hours walking on the windmill, <laughs> crazy golf. Now I'd be into that. Yeah, I'd be into that. And like you got go karts instead of buggies and stuff. I think we're yeah, onto something. That, you there. know what? You could be onto something. Have there, you so. heard of football golf? Have you seen this? This is the new thing. No. So this is where where I where I go and I've been seeing this personal trainer. And next door is a is a golf. Uh, club, and two or three of the ho- the holes are football golf. It's essentially for stag dudes, I think, and just lads. And then when they tee off, it's just a football, and the the hole is big enough for the football. So you just tee off, crack it then as far as you can, and you play golf, but with a football. Oh, I mean, I'd be into that. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be a bit more into it. Uh, yeah. Can you use your hands? I don't know. That's, that seems like not football, though, does it? Because you can't use your hands in football, either. Yeah, but if you're a good, it's just like your tee shot, isn't it? Like a goalie kick. Oh, a C, can you, you like, I mean? like, like a drop kick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be all right, wouldn't yeah. it? Depends how big the, the, how long the range is, I guess. I like that, and then there's this other one where there's running golf. Have you seen that? Oh, that sounds good. Like Happy Gilmore. Hit it, and then you run after it. And then hit it and try and get round as quick as you can. <laughs> now, that's that, I'd and be then, into that. That'd be all right. That but sounds again, fun. 18 holes are too hard. <laughs> five! I'll do five, and then yeah. that'll be me. But imagine, because we've done gigs in some really posh hotels, like Celtic Manor or one of yeah. them. We just rock up and go, right. But we've only ever learned running golf. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll, I'll have you a game. Come on then. <laughs> Off we go, like you've, like you've robbed the clubs. <laughs> Come on, let's get this done. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. We're sort of both getting to a point where we wouldn't mind a hobby because every week on the show I see loads of people saying what they're up to. So I asked on my Facebook recently about. Getting a hobby. Um, I mean, obviously, I've got five kids, so it's that's your hobby. I mean, that. that well, well, what are your hobbies? You <laughs> stopped. That was yeah. making them. Yeah, and it was. It used to be Sunday mornings. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got a lot of messages. Uh, Jack Butler. Uh, he's uh, he's t- he's told me to come to Nottingham on a Saturday morning, and we'll give you a sword fighting lesson, not fencing. Proper knights in armor sword fighting. That'd be all right. That'd be good. Kings, like, of Th- Kings, what is it? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. yeah. With those big long swords, like big one of those. Yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, You'd be good. You've got a beard. Yeah, I've got. I'm, I'm, I'm halfway there. It doesn't make you a good sword, no. It and just a normal means you've got a beard. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. what you need for Game of Thrones, isn't it? At the moment, uh, origami. Someone says. I don't think I'd be bothered with that. It's too small, that. It's cheap. There's a million tutorials on YouTube and the ability to just make something from a square of paper is a little bit magic. That's what this person said. It is good, but, like, I don't know. It's Mm. like, to me, origami is like sign language and someone put paper in the way. (laughs) (laughs) Quite a few people have said geocaching, I think. Is it geocaching? Is that how you say it? What's that? This is like, it's like treasure hunt. (laughs) Rick Bates has put, it's like treasure hunting without the treasure. That sounds rubbish. (laughs) (laughs) What's the point of that? That's just hunting. Uh, Not strenuous, gets you to visit lots of locations. I think essentially there's some app or some websites and there's the, and there's, and I'm totally guessing here, but there's like geolocations where you you go to them. You go to location and then see someone else in an anorak. (laughs) (laughs) And then then you lose your signal when you're halfway there. (laughs) I guess like that Pokemon 
go on. Yeah. Now, over the last few uh, weeks, when I've been sort of asking people, I usually ask people, "What are you doing of a Sunday morning?" Um, and one that keeps coming up is uh, is Joe and Russ, who are in uh, Shrewsbury. And you might have heard me mention it on the show because they go. Well, let's let's ask Joe what she does of a Sunday morning. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. Morning. Uh, so thanks for thanks for talking to us today. So you you text like most weeks saying that this is what you're doing. That's right. Yeah, right. we try to go scuba diving every Sunday. Scuba diving? Every Sunday they go. But it's the place you go scuba diving that I've never understood. Well, there's a few places all around um, all around the UK, really. Uh, quarries, mostly. In a quarry? Just, yeah. So you're scuba diving in a quarry, John? Isn't that just dark? Yeah, or like painful. It's <laughs> trying to get through all that rock. Can't see really? anything. So what, These I presume these quarries are full of water. Is that what's happened? And you go and, and you go in and, and you do some scuba diving. But what what made well, what you stage, Joe? What are you well, finding? Look, luckily, the, the people who own the quarries have actually made them custom made for scuba divers. So they sink things like tanks and planes. There's even a, a park, you know, with swings and slides and things that like that. Th- this is like your underwater crazy golf. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Maybe we yeah. should do this. Scuba this, diving, uh, sorry, Joe, just because I've done scuba diving in the past. I've done the paddy course and stuff like that. And you do it where you're on holiday in warm water to look at fish. You're saying in the <laughs> UK you can dive in, underwater and see a sunken tank. Yes, yes. And, and, and you can even, there's some boats and things like that that you can actually go into. But there's all sorts of wildlife as well. So you've got your pipes and and koi carp and, wow. and sturgeons, loads of things to see. That, that's not, it's not quite as good as the tropical <laughs> one. That it's not the, it's not the Great Barrier Reef, but... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no colour, is it? All those fish are the same colour that you just mentioned. What I like about it is mm. the fact that there's obviously a community that does it. You yeah. know, it must mm-hmm. be a sustainable business if people are bothering to sink tanks and stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, how many yes, people are doing it? And is there, like, websites where you can find out about where to go? Oh, Definitely. Um, uh, can I name some of the quarries? Of course yeah. you can, yeah. Of course we're not, we're, yeah. Not, we're just, not bothered here. I've just took over this. Yo, like, this is John Bishop on Absolute Radio with my guest, Jason Manford. So, Joe, you know tell what happened, some Do you know what happened then? The producer looked at me and he mouthed, that's what you should be saying. <laughs> <laughs> so go on, Joe. Yeah, you can tell us. Well, you can, if you wanted to look it up, you can go to the Delft, which is in Preston. That's a big quarry. Then right. you can go to Tamworth. Okay. Um, to a quarry called Dost Hill and there's one in Clamberis which right. is called Vivian. There's all sorts, really. So, well, do you know what, Joe? Because I'm looking for a hobby, right? I fancy this. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come along at some point over the summer, um, and I'm gonna come with you and Russ, and yeah. uh, and you can. T- I wanna. I'm gonna come and have a look at this sunken uh, tank or whatnot, and I'm gonna have a little Definitely. swim with you. So I'm gonna have. A, I'm gonna see. Maybe this might be my hobby. Maybe this is That'd the way forward. Fantastic. All right, I'll be in touch then, Joe. Thank you very much. No, thank you. I look Lovely. forward to it. Lovely. See you soon. Bye. Oh, I did. Bye bye. There you go. So I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to do over the summer. I think a couple of uh, going to try and grab a couple of hobbies. Uh, you know, instead of writing my tour, <laughs> I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Um, I'm looking for hobbies this morning. Don't text in, though, because I've already done this show, recorded it on Wednesday. Uh, but uh, after 10 o'clock, I am uh, delving into the world of hobbies. So if, like Joe, uh, who we've just spoke to, um, uh, if you want to uh, suggest something that I should be looking at as a new hobby over the summer, then uh, get in touch uh, on Twitter, or on Facebook, and the website, all those things that you can do for free. Um, and uh, after 10 o'clock, more from me and John Bishop. Can I just ask, when oh, yeah, you get on. in touch, if you're mm. not here, yeah. how are you going to read them? Because I have people who do that. As if I read actual comments from people, you're mad. <laughs> yeah, but, but, <laughs> five but, kids. but you're asking them to get in touch. You're not yeah. going to say, and we've just, after 10 o'clock, what did you No, no, in? what I said was, don't. Right. You I'm said fine. don't, and I then said, you don't. said. What I said was, don't text in, because obviously that costs you some money. But, get in but touch. do get in touch with on Twitter or Facebook and those things, because... They don't just disappear. It's not, they don't just d- drop the message and then it goes. I can have a look at it at some point and there'll be can't someone believe, on the day to get can't it. I can't believe I'm involved in this Unbelievable. facade. Unbelievable. Just Twitter and Facebook, please. Just, just Twitter and Facebook, right. which is what I said.
Real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Uh, we are uh, not live this morning, so do not text in. Uh, John Bishop is my guest. Do I have to do the same face that you did for you? No, you can do whatever you, you want. You I just, you, I'm just sort of saying hello like to the that, people. Because yeah, yeah. we're Facebook Live in this bit. So uh, th- th- this is Facebook Live, is you. Yeah, but we're still so on right the Right now, this is on Facebook. This is Right, so this is the confusing bit. Facebook Live on Wednesday afternoon at uh, 23 minutes past three, but not live on the radio on Sunday morning. But whilst we're not live on the radio, this yeah. will be on Facebook. And this will be on Facebook, yeah. So I could be watching me live You could now. be, yeah. I could be in my own bath watching me if that's what you on want. your show. Why don't you say hello to yourself? Oh, stop it. Put that away, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're talking uh, this morning about uh, hobbies, about trying to get a new hobby. I mean, you've got you've got animals and stuff. That's a bit like a hobby, isn't it? Well, yeah, but Melanie takes care of all of them right. more than me. And, and it is a hobby, but it's a bit more like a commitment than a hobby and animal. Yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so, it's yeah. like It's like you, you go... You can't just be not bothered that You day. can't just... It, exactly, you can't yeah, go, yeah. look, lads, I'm having a day off today. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> want to go hill walking today. But, uh, you know, the alpacas still need feed them whether you want to feed them or not so there's a little bit of that that's the best phrase I've ever heard I know exactly <laughs> it's the best there's phrase I've probably said but great. also for me as well the, the thing about a hobby is to get better at something yeah like like my hobby used to always be football because I'm getting older and slower <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm getting worse and I want yeah. something to get better at have you got a cupboard in your house right? I, I've got a cupboard in my house that I call all the gear no idea right this is a cupboard oh yeah I've got a ukulele in there. I've got all the instruments in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, Mouth organs, all sorts of things in there. Uh, sports equipments that I've bought from. Every so often I go to Decathlon for some for something little. For and something. I, and while I'm there, I think, yeah, archery. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I good. Might start that. Yeah. That's Never good. playing lacrosse. That might be all right. I might find a team. <laughs> I've got loads in there. Yeah, I've got loads of stuff. What's the what's what sort of hobbies have you thought about starting or actually oh, well, starting? I'm thinking of coming on your show. Yeah, I'm thinking of making that my Sunday morning thing. Where like even that. where when it's raining, I think oh, I don't want to do it. No, it's your hobby. You're committed to it. I'm like the alpacas. <laughs> I still need feeding. Yeah, yeah you'll be my commitment. <laughs> Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music matters. So we've got loads of suggestions on uh, Facebook. I'll rattle through a few here. Uh, so we mentioned origami and geocaching. Uh, someone said archery, actually. Steve Scannon said archery. Uh, kayaking. Fishing. I don't think I'd be bothered with fishing. No. Well, I think... You know, fishing is the biggest participation know, sport yeah. in this country. Uh, which, to me, begs a question, doesn't it? Like, like Because most fishermen are men. That's yes. what I call them, fishermen. Yeah, yeah. So, so you've got to wonder in your relationship, haven't you, where, where, <laughs> if your partner would rather sit by a canal all night in the cold <laughs> in the hope something might happen rather than sit on the couch with you. <laughs> does he really from... like fishing or does he really not like you? <laughs> well, Wendy here, I mean, you say men, but Wendy Lithgow is the one who suggested uh, fishing. She said, Yeah, for her husband. <laughs> She's a great activity to get the kids into. Uh, comedians Johnny Vegas and Paul Whitehouse are fans. In fact, I took Mr. Vegas carp fishing once and then back to my parents for a pie. Right, right. There's more to that There's story. There's more to that story, isn't there? Uh, Amy Lane says uh, ukulele. Patrick James McCabe says a great hobby for a Sunday, Jace. Take up church bell ringing. Takes a while to learn, but it doesn't cost anything. You meet loads of people. It's very traditional. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be into that, to be honest. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> that won't go on. That won't yeah, go on. We might, we might get away with that. Uh, Angela, Angela, uh, model making. Don't know if I'm into that. Uh, as in tanks and aircraft rather than. Yeah. Like I haven't got Naomi, the patience. Naomi Campbell. No, I never same. had the patience when I was a kid. Airfix models, never had the patience. No. Melanie Holden says pole dancing. Yeah, well, I, I, I could do that. Uh, mate. I mean, do you have to do it or can you just watch? Can <laughs> <laughs> I spend six weeks just learning? <laughs> I don't feel confidence. You just carry on. What do you do it? <laughs> See where my kids go. Where my kids go, they go aerial dancing, right? Which is the one with the um, the, the, the the fabric where they, they dance around it and they. And, oh, that's and it's amazing! It's amazing! It's great fun. But within that, so the girl who teaches it teaches that she teaches uh, the rings as well. She does the rings, but in the corner, there's always about eight poles, right? So she teaches pole dancing as well, right? So there was one afternoon where I took the kids to the to the dance lesson and. Um, 
and you can just it's one of those great ones where you can go and leave and just leave yeah, for yeah. half an hour and go to go to a cafe or whatever and um but all the poles had been left out, right? So I've come in, I've taken the shoes off my, my daughter. My other two daughters have gone running in. And when I went in, they're both swinging around these poles. And there was a moment where I was going, no, girls, that don't, not. <laughs> can you not? Do, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. But, but it's brilliant. <laughs> it's, it's very hard. It's very good. It's a tough it's one, yeah, Very, yeah. very tough. Very tough one. Yeah, no. So that. Well, so maybe maybe I'll I take mean, a that's it. We're assuming that's what she's suggesting. She's not from Poland and suggesting traditional <laughs> yeah. dances, she. Or just asking people their opinion. Opinion on something on the on the way out of a voting booth. Uh, <laughs> Give us a dance while you tell us what you've voted for. Zoe Thompson says skateboarding. Sharon uh, Hayworth says cheerleading. Danielle uh, O'Brien says football, golf, maybe uh, yoga. Someone says yoga's good. Uh, into that. Vicky Holmes says waterboarding. I don't know. If, is that that? Isn't that what you do? No, to terrorists? Do that. Yeah, 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 no, I don't no, no, that's not no, a hobby. No, is that's it? not a hobby. Something's wrong with it. <laughs> Oh, wakeboarding. Sorry. Wakeboarding, I'm that's it. That's it. When you're on the water. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to go do a bit of waterboarding before tea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Louis Lamond, historical reenactment. Now, I'd be into that. It depends what part of history you're reenacting. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, you, it's got to be a war, hasn't it? I you guess. want a war, a big war scene. You don't want to be like, oh, I'll reenact my great granddad having rickets. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? Or just when they signed the Magna Carta. Just yeah, like, yeah, there you go. Signed. That's done. That's that done. See you next week, lads. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Now, John, you get occasionally people will say to you, um, that you look like somebody else off the telly, won't they? I, I get it. You get it. You get like, look like uh, someone else. Yeah, I, like... I always get. I always get when, when they do those. Um, BBC Four seem to do you know like big historic pop videos. Oh and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. That. I always get Barry Gibb, nineteen sixty-seven. Barry Gibb. Is That's it, what I always. Do get. you know it's not on Twitter? You're... I'm going back. <laughs> you said I couldn't sing. Hey, that was that was that was as good as the Bee Gees. I've got to say. Um, do you get like so when that's repeated on BBC Four? Does Twitter go mad? It go, goes bonkers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get right. So I got this this week. Right, everyone was like, "I can't believe you're on this morning. I can't believe you you found love." I'm thinking, what is going on here? I'm just sat at home. I'm not on this morning. Right. Someone said, uh, "There's like a mini version of you on this morning. A mini, a mini version. Yeah. So I didn't quite realise, but um, it was in the it was in the headline of uh, in one of the, the tabloids. It said, "Dead Ringer. This morning's dwarf guest melts hearts as he reveals he found love against the odds, and viewers claim he's the spitting image of comedian Jason Manford." So, this is this is your man. I'll show you. I'll show you uh, the uh, the picture. Uh, Jay Lusted. He's called. Is his? Uh, it's a great name. I mean, can you see a can you see a link there? He looks like you. Apparently so. We've got him on the line well, now. Well, he's got a similar. To be fair, his eyes look the same. He's and got dark he, hair and he's white. That's <laughs> that's the similarity. No, no you, I'm just looking because you've got a beard now. Well, Put I have a yeah, beard to be on fair. him. Maybe yeah. Well, Jay's on the line now. Jay, are you there, pal? How's it going? You all right, Jason? I'm Hi, re- John. I'm really well. Uh, mm. All right, Jay, yeah, I'm going. Lovely. So Jay's on the line now. Say hello there, John. Hello, hello Jay. Right. Hi, John, how are you doing? You OK? All right, mate. Where are you from, Jay? I'm from North Wales, uh, about an hour away from Liverpool. Oh, yeah. oh very good. That's, that's yeah, like, I'm, a, I'm a red. I'm a red as well, so... There you go. This is already getting... Me and you are getting more and more bonded. <laughs> there you go. We're going to find out. This is going to end up like that film, Twins. We've got so much in common, but we just don't look alike. Yeah, John's always, John's always said I'm... I'm Almost his perfect friend if I only I supported Liverpool. <laughs> <And> finally. <laughs> so, Jay, tell yeah. us what happened there. So, why were you on this morning in the first place? Oh, yeah. So, um, we got invited down to uh, to this morning because uh, Chloe and uh, uh, my, my wife, uh, we got married last August and she's of average height. Um, right. So, the, the, we did a documentary for BBC Wales. And uh, just to show that it's okay to be different, and that Chloe's, uh, you know, of average height, and I'm, I'm a three foot seven dwarf, and right. uh, you know, the tabloids picked up on this, and uh, this morning picked up on it, and then asked us to go down and uh, t- share our story, and my brother as well. He, he, he's a dwarf, but he's found living uh, an average height person as well. Uh, so that's why we were we were down there. It was great. I mean, I I watched it back on the player because I wanted to see this, uh, you know. This man who looks like me, um, yeah. 
Have you? Is this come about before? As people uh, mentioned uh, it before, a couple of mates have mentioned it. Uh, yes, but uh, nothing, nothing like this at all. <laughs> it, I mean, me and you on Twitter the other day, people were tweeting us both. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was funny, and uh, I, I, even today, you know, I, I saw that you'd been announced that you um, you're hosting a new ITV show called Big Head. So That's I just right. replied to you. Does that mean I'm hosting a show called Little Heads? Yeah, <laughs> that'll do. You got a yeah. spin-off on ITV too. That's fantastic. I love it. But apparently, it was uh, you know the actual documentary, which I've not seen. I'm afraid, but people are saying that it was a lovely, heartwarming uh, documentary. Yeah, yeah, it was great, and we had such a great positive response, and that's what we're all about, you know, we're positive people, yeah. and we believe, you know, I certainly believe that I'm uh, the way I am for a reason, and, you know, life's too short, pardon the pun, uh, but, um, <laughs> you know, to, to get yourself down, that I've got this condition uh, of uh, diastrophic dysplasia, which is a rare form of dwarfism. Right. But, but for you, Jay, uh, growing up, is, yeah. is, your, is your wife, as a partner, is she the first foot normal sized person that you you've been out with because yeah, i've got i've is. got well really because i've got a mate who's a dwarf who's only just started going out with a dwarf girl every other girlfriend he's had has been full sized right yeah yeah i mean yeah and uh, you know I, you, chloe was the first uh, relationship i ever had and uh, she was the first person you know that really accepted me for who i am and saw Jay and not a dwarf, you know, and uh, she doesn't see my dwarfism, she just sees me as the, as the man that I am. Well, you're obviously a bit of a charmer, old Jamie. Obviously, you've obviously got the good looks he's as well. Got the yeah. looks. He's got well, the looks. Well, if you don't mind me saying, you're a hell of a good-looking fella. Uh, <laughs> so are you, Jamie. Well, thank you very much, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you do? What's your job? I'm an actor. Uh, okay. I'm an actor myself and a TV presenter here in Wales for Welsh Language TV. Oh, right. Um, and I have done a little bit on BBC Wales as well. Yeah. Um, so I love that. And I think I have worked with uh, one of your colleagues, John, uh, Dino Watton. Yeah, um, well, it was, Dean, yeah. it was Dean that I was talking about then, because Dean, yeah. I toured with Dean, and then he, he, he came to a party at our house with his yeah. new girlfriend right, and, he, okay, and, he, yeah. and, he, and he said to me I can't get used to going out with a dwarf <laughs> he said that and he's a dwarf <laughs> he said that but it, yeah. so where did you work with Dean? Uh, I did panto with him in Stoke-on-Trent oh I went to that which did panto you, yeah. was it? yeah I went so to that. Uh, Jack was... and the Beanstalk and I played the giant <laughs> <laughs> yeah Jonathan Wilkes yeah, ah right, right. Yeah. Yeah, Jonathan yeah. Wilkes was in it. See? There you yeah. go. Look at that. Showbiz yeah. circles. It yeah. always goes around. You're never too far away. Yeah, absolutely exactly. not. <laughs> exactly. And is that, you know, I mean, as I say, I've not seen the documentary, but was that, was you and Chloe, that relationship, was there a, was there a point in your life where you thought, no one's ever going to love oh, me? No yeah, one's I ever going to, you know. Through my teenage years, I, you yeah. know, I always thought, you know, I used to see my mates getting into relationships and thinking, oh, am I ever going to get in a relationship? And yeah. Stuff. Um, and then, uh, you know, I used to think, oh, you know, my, my dream is to have a family and stuff. Um, but, you know, I wasn't sure whether that was ever going to happen. But yeah. thankfully it, it did happen. And, you know, we, never, we haven't got any kids yet, but no. we, the plan is to have kids in the next couple of years or so. Well, so, can I make uh, sure that yeah. you don't follow through with the full Jason Manford experience? <laughs> yeah, and stop, stop at two. Stop at stop two. At two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mate, yeah. thanks for joining us this morning. So we're talking about lookalikes. So I've got Jay Lusted, this fellow who's on uh, on this morning last week, and uh, you get uh, Barry Gibb. Do you, get, yeah. you still get Bez? Is that still a thing? Bez sometimes, yeah, pops up as well. Yeah. See, I get this. But one. I've got longer hair now. Ah, right, yeah, of course. I get these weird ones, right? These are the few I've had, right? Because um, sometimes people will come up to me and, like, in the street, you know, at night of time, they'll go, oh, mate, my, my my mate looks exactly like you. Let me get him, let me get him. And yeah, then they go uh, and get this Lenny Henry look. This fella comes out like, he looks like the bloke from the Goonies. Like, his eyes are not even in the right place. The, the amount of times you'd have that when people send you a message, you go, oh, honestly, God, everyone thinks he looks <laughs> like you. Image, Can you send him a picture? And you think his eyes aren't even in the same I place know. in his head. 
Like, just growling at you. I've even had to do autographs sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I've had that. I had. Um, I remember when I was in, in my sort of late teens uh, and twenties. I used to get uh, Fat Michael Owen. That that used to be one I get yeah. a lot of. And, but no, now, now you just get Michael Owen. Yeah. <laughs> he, he gets thin, Jason Manford. <laughs> he, um, he's uh, yeah. So I get that a couple of times. Um, I've had a couple like um, oh, I get the bloke from the Plusnet adverts a lot. Like to a point where I remember at Alton Towers, somebody come up to me. I was with the kids. They went, and we went, oh, we love you on telly. I went, oh, thanks very nice. Went, we laugh every time you come on. I said, oh, that's really sweet of you. Went, in fact, me and my husband were only with Plusnet because of you. And I, <laughs> I'm so polite that I just went, oh, thanks. Like it was so nice. But the worst one was um, at Dublin Airport about four or five years ago. Beautiful Irish woman come over, like in her sort of late twenties, gorgeous, smiling, big beaming smile, like you know, melt, melted me. And I said, and she went, oh, she said, oh, I, I'm a massive fan. And I said, oh, thanks for sure. She said, would you speak to me, Mammy, on the phone because she's a huge fan of you as well. I said, absolutely, of course I will. So she goes, Mammy, you'll never guess who's here at the airport. And I'm ready to like give it the full chat. She goes, you'll never guess who's here at the airport. It's only Tyrone from Coronation Street. <laughs> <laughs> And she was so pretty. I did the phone call. Like, I did, like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, the cobbles at your uncle's. Like, I was totally, like, just blanked it. Yeah, I'll tell Ken you said hello. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Just going through some of the news stories that I've spotted over the last few weeks. I don't know which ones. Uh, I like to read a few out, John, and then you can pick your favourites from, okay. from the one I've gone. So, here we go. Dun, 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 dun. Disabled golfish gets its own wheelchair. Bong. Bong. There are two perfect times to go for a poo on a plane. Bong. Man punished himself with 220 antique torture instruments that he owned. Bong. <laughs> Man receives postcard in the mail 40 years after it was sent. Bong. Boy sends adorable wedding invite to his neighbour because his cat is tying the knot. Bong. People are lunatics, aren't they? Get a life. Unbelievable. I love animals, but I'm not having this. What, Unless it's a child. One? Hold on, let me just check if it's a child first before I start slagging him off. Uh, one little lad named... Ah, oh, he's seven. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. That's totally fine then, he's seven. I thought he was like a bloke. Hi, <laughs> mate. You fancy so coming around? Not... The cat's getting married. I know, I know. <laughs> How into the, the animals are you in that respect? Are you, do, do they all have names and they all have... They all have names. They don't have birthdays. You know oh, what I mean? Not? They it's all the, have parties. It's all the alpacas' party. <laughs> yeah, come on! <laughs> and the horses go and kick it off at the alpacas' party. And, oh, it's a nightmare. Uh, you've had a couple, come on. Yeah, go on. Try to get the sheep out. You're not there, like... <laughs> <laughs> well, after you, after enough. a few jump over the fence, enough, you start falling lads, asleep. <laughs> this was my favourite one. Disabled goldfish gets its own wheelchair. It's cracking this. This goldfish, it had uh, swim bladder disease, also known as flipover by idiots. I love that. Of course it's not named as flipover. <laughs> a condition that keeps it from holding itself upright. Yeah, I think we got that from it being called flipover. Uh, consequently, the fish was stuck on the bottom of its aquarium. That is, until an aquarium shop employee known only as Derek figured out a solution. Derek wrapped tiny tubing around the goldfish and then added valves underneath to prop it up like it was in a chair. Then a chunk of styrofoam was added to the top to give it some lift. Derek says, The bottom weight is almost equal to the pull on top, so it, it works quite well for him. Think of goldfish as the pugs of the fish world. <laughs> no, I won't, Derek. I won't think of that. Pugs have unique features due to the way they were bred, but it also causes them a lot of medical problems. Same with goldfish. Well, to be fair, I think what you can get out of that is that if you ever want a team for a pub quiz, get Derek. Derek's your man. Because Derek knows everything about everything. Like, yeah. who's going to look at who's going to look at a, a goldfish who's upside down, I think? Yeah. I think because ultimately what it's saying is that goldfish can't live in the environment in which it's born. <laughs> yes, natural selection. The, 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 that's kind yeah. of also with Derek. He's always available because he hasn't got a girlfriend. I'm guessing. Yeah, I, and and I like the way that he's he's known only as Derek. Yeah, don't you know I don't, I mean? use don't, don't 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 use my full name. Or, Everyone just calls me yeah. Derek. You know, like Madonna and Beyonce. Yeah, Derek, the one name, <laughs> and Ronaldo. Yeah. <laughs> the goldfish legend. So the other, the other one I thought uh, of reading was, uh, I don't really fancy reading about the, the guy who punished himself with antique torture instruments. No. But um, th apparently there's two perfect times to go for a poo on a plane. No, I don't, why, why have you picked that? Because I just want to know what, what times they are. According to uh, this woman, Erica Roth, who's a former flight attendant, uh, she was speaking to Mel magazine. Just remind me 
never to buy that magazine yeah. if this is one of the subjects. Um, the good news is uh, that uh, if you pick your time right, you could have up to 10 minutes of peace and quiet. Why would well, you need well, it? Yeah, you're that's up. your and take off and landing. Everyone else is strapped in. So apparently the first slot comes as soon as the seatbelt signs are off because the majority of passengers don't need to go yet. Um, which I don't think that's true. I'm not getting into no. you, you, you care. You've queued up. I'm not having that. Right, let's move on. John's not into that story. Um, what about this one? About Should we read about this boy who uh, who, who sent a wedding invite to his neighbour? Yeah, neighbor? this go. is nice. And this, uh, this, will, get, this will get your heartland going. This is this nice. One nice little thing. lad named Brady decided it was time for his cat, Silver, made to make things official with his, uh, his fellow cat, Pedro, uh, who belongs to someone called Vivian. Not only that, but he decided to invite the neighbours to share in Silver and Pedro's joy. Two boy cats as well, by all accounts. Little uh, civil Not ceremony. Wrong with that. Nothing Not wrong with that. that. 2017. Absolutely. A couple of gay cats getting married, and I'm yeah, all for that's it. Fine. You know, I'm absolutely you know, for it. I think that's fantastic. Great. Yeah. Finally. Finally, yeah, we live in a world. We live in a world where, in in one of the nine lives, he can be gay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, if I had nine lives, I'd be gay. In one oh of them. god, I'd be like, I'm I'd gay. Be, I'd, be gay. Oh, I'd do six. <laughs> I'd do six. <laughs> All right, well, I'd do seven. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to top trump me with my gay lives. <laughs> <laughs> The adorable invite read, You are welcome to come to Silver's wedding. Silver will be marrying Pedro. There'll also be a tuna cake. <laughs> that killed it for me. That killed it. Tuna cake. Tuna and a marzipan. Oh, Can you imagine? Oh, horrible. Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. John Bishop has been my guest this morning and he is uh, about to go on tour this summer, uh, starting at uh, Reading Concert Hall in June. Oh, cracky, you're going am everywhere I? here. Yeah, you I'm are. I'm not doing the Reading, am I? Reading Concert Hall here, 29th of June. Well, there you go. Mate, you need to get on board with this. He's definitely coming. It's in. It's here. Uh, we've got uh, Cr- well, Crawley, the Lowry, uh, Belfast, Plymouth, Nottingham. Blackpool, Aberdeen, Liverpool, of course, Brighton, Leeds, cracky one everywhere and everywhere else. If you live in a town that's got a venue, John Bishop will be there. Mm-hmm. Build it and he will come. Ba-boom. That's how he works. Manchester, Cardiff, everything. What's the show about? No idea, mate. I'm just putting it together at the moment. <laughs> yeah. I'm having that panicky bit where I can't think of anything funny. <laughs> but, but honestly, you... buy the tickets on a promise. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think that's the it often works but I've watched you over many years of course and sometimes I remember doing this gig in Dublin once where you were like oh, I've got no jokes I've got no material I've got nothing to talk about and then he went on stage and he did about 40 minutes about his flight over from Manchester and yeah. it was funnier than everybody else's prepared jokes I know but honestly I keep on flying to places <laughs> it's a hoping, nightmare hoping for the best that's why I'm not going to Redden there's no airport <laughs> thanks for coming on the show Yo, mate. mate thank you it was lovely you said call in for five minutes <laughs> <laughs> I tricked him Music matters.